Hey everyone, it's Noah Barnett, the VP of Marketing here at Feather. And today in the studio, as always, I'm joined by new Tay, nonprofit content strategist and the curator of Feather's Good Marketing Brief newsletter. New, welcome. It's been a bit. Hello, Noah. How are you? Doing well uh, overall. It's still like cloudy and rainy here yeah. in Phoenix. And I, I hate to complain, but like the reason I live here is that there's 300 <laughs> plus days of sunshine. Yeah. I feel like we've just gone through two or three weeks of like, meh. And I know mm -hmm. most of the rest of the US, on, especially on the East Coast, is experiencing like freezing cold weather and snow. And I'm like, I want my sun back. But hey, we all choose somewhat where we live. Yeah. <laughs> and I want my yeah, son back. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I need my son. No, I get it. We, um, we were just talking before this and I had gone on vacation to Florida to escape, you know, the weather that was really a, lot, a bunch of snow and freezing rain. Uh, but surprisingly, it wasn't like I didn't see the sun a lot. It was very cloudy and kind of chilly. Um, so maybe it's like a, a nationwide yeah. thing here happening. It's just gray areas, gray pockets. Seasonal stuff, yeah. It's end of January almost already, which mm -hmm. is crazy. Of 2024, this wild year we were crazy. just talking about Insane. planning for like a couple weeks mm -hmm. ago. And now it's like now in full, in full uh, I don't know, full game mode. Yeah, Swinging. swing. There you go, swing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, New, it's great to reconnect. And as we are jumping into Absolutely. 2024, um, that's why we do the good marketing brief mm -hmm. where you curate a bunch of resources every single week that keeps nonprofit marketers up to date on everything they need to know to be successful. So what was the topic of this week's brief? Yeah, I wanted to focus on, um, honing in on supporter experience this week and experience is something that's super relevant right now, not just for nonprofits, but for for profits on the consumer side as well, because it's um, a way to engage your target audience, um, make them pull, kind of catch their attention, pull them into your brand and whatever your mission is, whether it's selling goods and services or if it's um, doing some social good. Yeah, I think what resonated with me this week is the focus on experience, because I think we talk about like, supporter cultivation or supporter awareness or supporter acquisition or all of these things. And they're all oriented around us and our relationship with the supporter. But when you say supporter experience, you're really having to think through like, what are they experiencing throughout all of the touch points of our campaigns? And I just got off a training just mm -hmm. now and I kind of oriented everyone to kind of step into their supporter shoes before we start talking about like, how do we market to people? Because it is so important, like yeah. your audience or your supporters are not only experiencing your communications, but it's in context of other things going on. Like we were joking before, not joking, we were chatting about the NFL playoffs prior to this and various things are going <laughs> on. And in different cities like Philadelphia, you might not be as excited, whereas Kansas City, they might be excited or the Dallas Cowboys are not in anymore. And so like if you have a bunch of Dallas people they might be reflecting and mourning over their team's loss like there's a lot of dynamics going on in people's lives and they're experiencing your communication through like in context with other things and so thinking about the experience that your organization wants to create for supporters whether they're reading an email 
attending an event or engaging with you know some form of content or other way that they connect with you, it's re being really intentional matters and can really emphasize um, differentiation. You know, we're all trying to differentiate now on like why should someone give their attention to you, and I think experience can be yeah. how we differentiate. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you bring up such a great point, and I'm glad you said that because I think oftentimes, and I mentioned it with an RKD um, resource that I shared in the brief, whereas when nonprofits or associations or any kind of brand kind of thinks about the next campaign to launch, they kind of center it around what they, what they need, what they want to happen, which is, yes, important, but I think, um, which is not like a groundbreaking thought or idea, uh, but putting the donor at the center of it, like making sure that you can figure out what is it that they want to see from you? What do they want to experience? How can they kind of engage and participate in your mission in a way that is uh, meaningful to them rather than kind of like pushing a narrative um, that is very like organization driven? Um I think it's just something to kind of think about reevaluating your in your support yeah. experience. And marketing plays such an important role in experience, maybe setting or setting the stage for experience. And I think the mm -hmm. one thing I the, the the two thoughts here that I had, especially for nonprofits, is the experience you want to create for your supporters is going to be different or it should be different than what another organization wants to create an experience for their supporters. There might be like mm -hmm. better practices, but there's not best practices when it comes to this. Like we've experienced this, right? Like we go on one airline and we go on another. They're both great airlines, but their tone setting for the experience they're trying to create is different than maybe the other airline or maybe more acutely seen in if you've been to like a theme park that's not Disney and then you go to Disney, like the experience expectations mm -hmm. in that environment are different. Or if you go to a, a, a nice restaurant and another nice restaurant, they're differentiating through the experience <laughs> they're trying to create. And really a lot of that, a, a lot of marketing's job is to maintain consistency in the experience you're trying to portray for your supporters. Mm -hmm. Because how you communicate through like yeah. even something as simple as a Facebook ad, if that distracts from the experience you're trying to create, when someone comes into your facilities, let's say you're an orchestra or a theater, if the ad is so different in tone and voice and feeling than like the curated experience when someone walks into your space, like now I'm not even focused on like, oh, that didn't feel right and this feels it. It's like this feels different. And now I'm just confused. It doesn't even mean that's a bad experience. It's like, yeah, I'm just confused at what I'm supposed to expect from you. And this is where like I think good marketing really anchors yeah. is like, how do we continue to express tone, voice, experience through every touch point to create consistency? Because consistency reinforces that. And then, then you can become differentiated by it. Like the Apple experience versus the Walmart yeah. experience are different, but those are reinforced through marketing touch points with each of those brands. And the same for your nonprofit. Yeah. Your direct mail piece I... and your website yeah. and your event are all unique touch points but they're all a part of a broader experience that you're curating and if there's tons of differentiating between these things then i'm just confused i'm not sure what you all stand for or what experience i should expect which honestly when i think 
we have unknown unknowns, there's an element of like danger. Like even if it's not like it's like I'm not sure. And we might feel this a lot too with like people where it's like, hey, every time yeah. I interact with this person, they're different. It's like it's not mm -hmm. bad. It just mm -hmm. gives me like a mm -hmm. weird vibe where I'm like, I'm not sure which version I'm gonna get or like but when you meet with someone, yeah. even if they're kind of like rough around the edges, if they're just consistently rough around the edges, you you have like that consistent, you know what to expect. And so I think there's even more ad, possible admiration or like empathy for that because it's it's consistent. And I think, again, that comes back to just good marketing, maintaining the experience mm -hmm. design that you as an organization have chosen to try to facilitate. Yeah. I love that you brought that up. There's definitely um, something to say about brand identity and why it's so important to kind of establish that foundation um, when you when you first start off with your nonprofit. And even if your nonprofit goes through a rebrand, it's important to communicate that to your supporters and kind of explain the reasoning and um, the whys behind um, change because Consistency is very important when it comes to branding. Um, this goes beyond just like, you know, your logo or the colors that you use. It's also your messaging and changing that tone or voice um, can put them into a little bit of confusion, right? If they're, re they're, they're reading through your website and they're going through your social media channels and they have similar looks and feels. And then, like you said, if the digital ad is you're trying something new, but it doesn't align with what you've been doing in the past and can often make um create a lot of confusion for supporters whether or not you know the same team is working on um these these marketing materials yeah. so ensuring that you're really thinking things through and strategizing for every little effort that you make to make sure it aligns with everything else that you're doing i think is Absolutely. really important yeah, the one I see often or kind of experience often in kind of looking at nonprofits is they'll treat non-donors and donors differently. But more often they treat mm -hmm. like volunteers and donors differently because there's two separate departments managing those two functions. And they yeah. kind of, in some ways, like mm -hmm. become their own experience. Like, oh, this is the volunteer experience. And we have a vision for that because there's like a passionate volunteer coordinator. Mm -hmm. And then there's like the fundraising side, which is like, hey, we communicate like this and this is important and this is that. But I, as a supporter, are both a volunteer and a donor. But I'm getting extremely different connection points. And so I'm not grouping that together mm -hmm. and saying, oh, my participation with organization A is of a depth of volunteering and supporting. Because in some ways, I feel like I'm supporting two different organizations. I think those are the, those are the spots, especially when yeah. different departments are responsible for curating parts of the experience. Then an organization can like walk away from this conversation and say, like, where is there a handoff between departments? And let's check those handoff points to see if like it's disorienting when someone goes from the digital team to now being curated by the development team or they went to an event and they were really mm. excited about participating in this big race or something. But then we like start communicating them in a really weird, different way through like the development cultivation program. And it's like, wow, you used to be fun. Now you're not yeah. like, what happened, right? Like that's confusing. Mm. Uh, but looking yeah. for those like handoff points in your organization, I think is a place where marketers or comms people can really audit. Like, is that handoff smooth? This is actually something we're experiencing here at Feather mm -hmm. right now 
where we're going through and saying like the experience someone has like listening to this or engaging in this content or going to our website or one of our feather live sessions when they enter into a buying conversation with us to consider how they might use feathers platform how does that handoff between like my team the marketing team and the sales team feel but then when someone says yeah i want to buy i'm excited now they're being handed off to the customer success team and the product team and the support team and all of the wraparound mm -hmm. services we provide all of our all of our customers how do we make sure that we're not disjointed in how we've presented that experience uh, and the same goes forward with yeah. nonprofits too mm -hmm. oh absolutely yeah i see that a lot too with with the nonprofits and i think mm -hmm. You know the disconnect is that nonprofits work. A lot of nonprofits can work in silos, <laughs> and there's just something to be said to find a way to kind of break those break down those barriers and those walls a little bit, so that you're collaborating with each other to find a messaging yeah. that works across the entire organization, and so um, it's not so disjointed Absolutely. and fragmented. Um, Were there like any said. other recommendations or tips that you include in the brief this week? that you wanted to uplift. And really, I would encourage everyone to check out the full brief. You can find that uh, linked below or in the show notes. Because um, if you don't get the brief, the brief is packed full of insights. So like we're just scratching the surface. But there's some great insights, research, <laughs> yeah. other articles, best practices embedded in every week's newsletter. So definitely check that out. But anything mm -hmm. specific you wanted to uplift for today's conversation? Yeah, I think there's one specific resource I wanted to call out, and this was Mark Miller's piece on Nonprofit Pro um, on habit forming experiences, which is like the mm. first I've heard of this of this term. Um, but it makes sense, right? When you are engaging your supporters, whether it's to get them to be volunteers, give to your nonprofit, sign up to become a member, you want to create an experience that kind of keeps them wanting more, getting them hooked, um, per se. So, um, he writes a bunch of great stuff about some ways to hook supporters into kind of wanting to activate themselves and take action with your nonprofit. And it's like some best practices he shared was, you know, find some psychological triggers, seeing like looking at your data, get a better understanding of your supporters and seeing what makes them take action. And then using that to kind of inform a lot of the marketing that you're doing around your organization um, could be really helpful. Um, and my favorite is, you know, I think a lot of times with nonprofits, especially on the fundraising side, a lot of the communication is a financial ask, which can feel really transactional. Um, and to me, I've always advocated for this is to, you know, asking is very important, obviously. That's how you raise money for, for your nonprofit. But make it more of a community building experience and offering different ways to get involved so that whatever right way resonates with them is a way that's that's going to work out for you. Um, and so I think diversifying some of your communication around that yeah. is really cool. I've heard it said, and I don't know where I got this from, but Nonprofits have the unique opportunity to not create experiences that feel like consumption, but feel more like collaboration, mm -hmm. where you're inviting people to come together to work on a cause that they care about. And your organization is the facilitator mm -hmm. of that versus 
if I'm selling stuffed animals like squishmallows, like everyone loves a good squishmallow, um, it's still a consumer experience. So how I communicate and the experience I'm creating is very mm -hmm. much like you want this for me. I'm going to try to create the best opportunity to get you that in a like smooth, frictionless, yeah. like uplifting way. And then we, we mirror mm -hmm. some of those attributes into how we do fundraising or even like membership programs, et cetera. Instead of yeah. seeing the opportunity as different as like, we can create a collaborative experience versus a consumption experience. Um, and there's a lot of power in Absolutely. thinking through like, how does collaboration feel different than consumption? And how do we then use some mm -hmm. of those attributes in the experience we're designing as a nonprofit? Yeah, yeah. The, collabor the collaboration piece is really vital because nonprofits have a unique opportunity with today's donors. Um, because oftentimes if they're very passionate about your cause and, you know, they're a repeat donor supporter, um, they kind of view being a supporter as part of their identity. And so really kind of, um, using that and kind of fueling that energy and that, um, that type of support from yeah, them is going to be key. Well, as always new, I always am grateful to spend time with you each week and kind of talking about the good marketing brief. Again, if you're interested in receiving the good mm -hmm. marketing brief in your inbox every single Wednesday, talk about habit forming. Every Wednesday, you can read the good marketing <laughs> brief and get an update on all things good marketing. Definitely subscribe below. And if you get this, maybe this is your reminder to take a look back at future issues or prior issues. Sorry, not future issues, unless you're a fortune teller <laughs> and text me because I have some questions <laughs> about the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. seriously, I'm like, I, you can predict a few to. things, let me know. Especially the stock market would be great. Um, but Or global crises and all the other things going on. But we digress. This, if you go back and you're like, this was super helpful and you read this week's, we try to keep them timeless. So go back and read the last few weeks. I know it was a busy holiday season, but some of the ones from two, three, four weeks ago still have such valuable content that you can get right now. New, thank you so much. And we'll be back at it again in just a week or so. Uh, to talk about another good yeah. marketing brief. I'll see you next week. Yeah, until then, Sounds be well. Good. Thanks, Noah.